Good afternoon. This is Sam Brooks with Local Matters, and today we have Mindy Odom with us from basketball fame around the Middle Tennessee area, really, starting out uh, out of town and then coming to uh, Cookville to coach for several years, but your start was at Tennessee Tech playing basketball for Bill Whirl, I believe, way back then. We're going to get into a little bit of that, but first of all, I want to thank you for joining us today, Mindy. You're welcome. It's nice to be here. Well, let's jump right into it. I want to know a little bit about uh, where you grew up, how did you get your athletic beginnings, and, and how you got here to Cookville. Well, I grew up in West Nashville and uh, went to a little private school, Nashville Christian there. And just, gosh, I guess I started playing ball when I was when I was younger. My brothers played, and I guess you could have called me a tomboy. You know, I just loved being outside and playing and kind of fell in love with basketball. And um, fortunate enough to – I went through a lot of coaches in, in high school, but fortunately I had a really good coach my senior year and got an offer from Tech. And, you know, I went and visited some places. Back then it was a little bit different than it is now. Oh, yeah. But I really felt like I had a good fit at Tennessee Tech. Just loved college here. So much fun. And you know, it's so different now in Cookville. But it's still, it's it's kind of the same, too. You know, it was just a great town to, to go to college in. It was close enough for my parents to come up and, and see me play. And, you know, I, I left here one year after I quit doing basketball here and graduated and just came back and been here ever since. You went away, I think. Where Where was your first job? Well, my first job was at Harpeth High School. Uh, okay. Actually, I was coaching the middle school, and I was assistant for the high school. And a couple of weeks after I got that job, my high school coach uh, got the head coaching job there. So I coached with him for a year. And um, that's when uh, Marinelle retired from here or just left here and went to Florida State, and Coach Royal got the job, so he called me. Awesome. Wow. That, that, that's incredible. Sorry, I didn't realize you were at Harpeth there, uh, coaching for a couple of years there. So at, at what point as you were growing up did you think that you might want to be a coach? You know, it's hard to put a pinpoint on it, but you know, I always knew I wanted to be connected to the game. I mean, and I really wanted to play in college. You know, of course, you dream of that, but you don't really know if it's going to happen. I mean, I, I'd already said in my mind, I'll walk on somewhere, I'll be a manager, I'll do something. I want to be a part of the game because I just loved it. And I, I don't really know why, um, but I did fall in love with it. And I, I tell you, um, at Tech and working under Coach Whirl, or even when I was just like student assistant, when he, was, when he wasn't even actually the head coach, that's where I really started saying, you know, I really want to do this. So Mary Nail recruited you then? Right, Mary Nail recruited me, and she, she was my coach. Um, I didn't play for Coach World. I was uh, he was assistant coach. Okay. I say I played for him, but he was assistant coach. And um, my last year, and then I was student assistant, sitting by him. And he would really, you know, make me kind of have a job over there. He would always make sure I had something. I was thinking I wasn't just sitting there watching the game. And of course, when I worked with him for four years, it was just he. He is definitely my mentor. You know, Mary Nell's awesome, and but he he really taught me the game. What do you, what do you think sets Marinell apart as a coach? Because at that time, Tennessee Tech was one of the most well known girls basketball programs anywhere around here. Right, right. Tennessee but, wasn't Tennessee at right, that time. Mid to late, you know, late seventies. You know, they were really, really good. And uh, you know, the thing about Marinell is, you know, she knew her X's and O's, and she did a good job with that. But she always had good assistants too. But she was a businesswoman. I mean, she was probably one of the classiest people I've ever been around and uh, just brought the business aspect to it. And um, after she left, you know, 
I kind of you kind of sit back when you're a player and you're thinking, oh, here comes your coach or whatever, and you've got to start practice. And you know, you've been through it. You sit there and you kind of just, oh, here they come down the steps. But then after I after I graduated, it was uh, I really built a huge respect for her and how she ran a program. I'm sure along the way, uh, her being a, a female role model and a coach had something to do with the development of your mentality as you got into it. Oh, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, you dealt with the crowds, you dealt with the parents, you dealt, you know, with the media, you dealt with money, you know, and, and back then, you know, you were scratching for everything you had, to, you know, to go on the trips and do. And it was just so many things when I just thought you just go in there, coach, you know, right. but it, you know, running a college program is, is just so much. This is Sam Brooks. And today we're talking to Mindy Odom about basketball and life. So, Mandy, you, you, you come back to Tennessee Tech with Bill Worrell, who I consider to be one of the best basketball coaches, coaches uh, that I've been around. I didn't get to play for him, but I was around him enough to see how he handled his folks. And I know a lot of the women's basketball players that, that played for him. You may, you may not like this day-to-day or in practice sometimes, but they all respect and love that man. And absolutely, you're correct on that. You know, they – Gosh, he, he really brought a passion for the game. He a lot of knowledge. Um, you know, brought girls in here that, I don't know, just kind of blue-collar type kids that, that he would get. And he just had a system that worked well. You know, we won a lot of championships back then. Um, you know, and everybody that I I stay in touch with, alumni, I'm probably a lot closer to a lot of alumni that were there when I coached than I am than when I played. That they still just have a huge respect for, for, for the opportunity to play at Tennessee Tech and that he had given them, and just you know it makes you better in life when you can, when you can go to college and you can be, you know, kind of have to have a schedule and stick to it, and it just makes you a better person. And he he added to that. And I tell you what, really, really, the supporters and the public in this area got used to winning championships oh, yeah. and it was almost a yearly thing we were definitely near the top of uh, the lead of OEC every year that Mary Nell and Coach World were here and and I think since that time when we made some changes it's been a little bit different for us as fans of mm-hmm. the program to be able to understand you know we're rebuilding yeah and it it's been a difficult few years um, I think I hope they're on the right track now right. but um, you know, it's a little bit harder nowadays. You know, there's a lot of parody out there, and it's it's not like it used to be. But, you know, they just – I don't know what he had. I, I recruited with him, and I was young. I'd go into the homes, and I really felt good talking to the kids, you know, the players, but the parents. It was still a little difficult for me. But I'll tell you, Bill Ward could talk to anybody about anything still and can. win them over. <laughs> I don't know. He could win them over so fast because he was just – I don't know. He was a good guy. He had knowledge about a lot of things, and – you know, I I just really respected that. I, that wasn't the part of the job I enjoyed when I was there. That's probably why sure. I'm a high school coach, you know. So, so your decision, you, you probably had the opportunity with Coach Worrell, who knows just about everybody in the game across the country. You probably had great opportunities to stay in the college game. Why did you make a decision to be a high school basketball coach? I wanted to coach basketball. You know, I, I knew it would take quite a few years as being an assistant. And, and the longer I stayed at Tech, the more – responsibilities I had as far as the coaching and then practice and all that, you know, but I was main recruiter is what I was doing mostly. And I didn't enjoy that part of it. There was parts of it I did, there's parts of it I didn't, but um, it was pretty stressful. I put enough stress on myself anyway. 
But I just really wanted to coach basketball and not have to do all the other things. And so I felt like being a high school coach is what I wanted to do. At, at what point in time did uh, your awesome husband, Mark, come into the picture? <laughs> well, when I, you know, I, I left here and um, when I just, we were engaged when I decided to leave tech. So he came along probably, I, I was there four years, came along after a year and a half or two after I'd been there. And, you know, a lot of people thought, oh, she's just retiring because she's getting married. And that wasn't it. I really just wanted to go coach in high school. But it was a tough decision because, I, I mean, I love tech. My my blood runs purple. It still oh, yeah. does. So um, it was tough. But I, that Mark being there behind me and supporting me, that helped. Today we're talking to Mindy Odom, basketball coach at Cookville High School for several years as well as Tennessee Tech. Continuing the conversation, so you get back into high school, you find that that's your niche, you get the call to come back to Cookville High School and coach the girls there. Right. Well, I went to Cannon County for three years, which were great, a great three years. You know, learned a lot, and I'd always kept an eye on to see if Cookville job was going to come open because I just, you know, this is where I wanted to live. And when it did, you know, I applied and I tell you, back then, I mean, it was a, you really had to have what it took to come in here. And I think it was more about your teaching. You know, I think they they knew that I had the the coaching background, but my teaching and the way they wanted you to treat kids in Putnam County. And I respect that. And uh, I think that was an awesome thing back then because as far as, you know, coming in, if you're, I'm a pretty active, pretty loud coach you know i get intense but as long as i you know i wasn't cussing the kids or being respectful to everybody then they they wanted to win but it wasn't all about winning you know i put enough of that pressure on myself so a lot of folks that we've had in here and we've talked to uh that have coached at other places uh, talk about coming back to cookville i've lived here my whole life and don't really know any different what is it about cookville that's so attractive to folks from that are not from here i it's you know the size of it um, you know, I was riding around with my daughter today, and we're like looking at places where they're about to put up new buildings, and we're like, no, 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 stop! You know, we don't really want it to 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 grow, grow fast anyway. But great place to raise your kids, you know. I just think it's just good people. I really do, and I I wouldn't live anywhere else. Maybe, maybe back where I grew up, but I wouldn't live anywhere else. So you talked about your daughter a little bit. I know uh, a couple of years ago, or at least when you were at Cobble High School, she was uh, teetering around getting involved in coaching. Where's she at right now? Well, she graduated from Tech, and um, she lives in Nashville, and she works in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, she's an assistant buyer for a Pink Lily Boutique, which is a big online store that bases themselves out of there. And uh, so she's got a really good job that she, you know, she went to college to go do, and she's she's happy. She just got engaged. Uh, she's getting married in September. Wow! So, didn't know that. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. So I didn't I didn't know she. So coaching is probably not where she wants to be right now. No, it's not. She, you know, she really played around with it and, and sat on the bench with us. She really enjoyed being over there. And, um, you know, she really had a pretty good mind for it. But I think her heart's in fashion. So she's got too much of her daddy in her. So I'm anxious to know, we talk about mentors a lot. I, I know along the way, as you were a, a young student athlete, you had to have people along the way that really, uh, you know, forged you to decide to get into what you wanted to do. Who mm-hmm. were some of those people? Probably started with Alan Collins. Uh, his first year out of college coaching at Nashville Christian when I was a senior, 
unfortunately I had him for one year, but he's he's a mentor of mine, and he's the one that when I graduated, I went and coached with at Harpeth, so he helped me out quite a bit too. But, um, you know, Coach Whirl and him, my dad, you know, my dad's a, he was a workaholic, but he taught me how to, how to be a hard worker and um, you know, he, he he pretty much worked for everything. He uh, he didn't grow up with much, but he's the smartest man I know. So I learned a lot from him. Today we're talking to Mindy Odom, and we'll be right back. Okay. Welcome back, and today we're talking to Mindy Odom. When we left, we were talking a little bit about her mentors along the way. Let's continue that conversation. Okay. Um, you know, I talked a little bit about Coach World, but let me back up a little bit. I guess – um, when I was younger, I would always go to Charlie Anderson's basketball camps, and I don't think I can name off all the places that he coached at, but at that time, he was at Bellevue High School, which is not even there anymore, but um, Coach Anderson probably taught me how to shoot. You know, he, he probably helped me out the most there, and then, of course, my high school coach, and, you know, in college, I had Marinelle Metters as a coach, and uh, like, you know, we talked to her, she's just such a class act. You know, I just respect her so much, and She's gone on to do great things after she left Tennessee Tech. Oh, and yeah. I keep in touch with her, and she's just she's pretty special to me. I know she is to a lot of the girls out there, but you know she's a great mentor and just how to be not just a a basketball player, but be a, as best a young lady as you can be and represent what you know Tennessee Tech at the time. Right. You know, Coach Whirl, he was great. I mean, he probably taught me the X's and O's more than anybody else. Um, he taught me loyalty. You know, I mean. Like all coaches, when you're over there coaching, you got to have somebody beside you that's loyal. I have Janie Brock beside me for years and um, some other people, Melanie Bustle and some of my friends, you know. But Bill taught me that because, you know, he he gets a little crazy at times. But I was always I always backed him, and he taught me that uh, no matter what, we'll just get through it together. So, I mean, that was, that was a lot. I learned so much from him. And, Mindy, it's tough. You know, nowadays, uh, you mentioned Janie Brock, who was with you at Cookville for a long time. It, it's tough, number one, uh, to stay in a job. Uh, right. For the the days of a coach staying in a job, I think, for 30 years with, you know, sports in high school now is year-round. Mm-hmm. And it, the last 10, 12 years, it, it's gotten that way. And it, it's so hard to keep up that competitive competitiveism, I guess, if you will, as far as being a coach and, and getting the kids to the level of development that they need to and to keep uh, somebody like Janie and some of the other assistants that you mentioned um, in the program for a long time had to be hard. You know, having somebody beside you like her, it, you just kind of go through all the ups and downs with somebody. You know, you have to tell yourself it's not for the money because, you know, you're not going to make much money. And like you said, it's it's 24-7 and – Maybe that's one of the things that after a while kind of, kind of drove me out as far as because Mark and I, we like to do a lot of things and sure. travel a lot. So you know, that was one of the things that was kind of great on me was just how much time. And if I was doing it, I was going to do it 110. Right. You know, I wasn't going to slack anywhere if I could help it. Anyway. And you'd always told me in our relationship as we've known each other, you know, you were going to know when it was time. And that time came. How did you know? I don't know that anything hit me. I think, um, I don't know if everybody knows what huddle is, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a great thing. You can get videotapes in two minutes and you, you have games, you know, and used to, we'd have to call a month <laughs> in advance and then remind them we have to make copies, put them in the mail. And if I, if you got a couple of games to scout, that was awesome. 
but now you can get five, six, seven, really whatever you want, and then you got to watch them. Right. So I was kind of staying up to all hours of the night and just wearing myself out. But if I didn't watch them all, it would be that one game I didn't watch that probably we might have got beat. So I just watched them. And, and so. you'd accomplished so much uh, uh, along the way, probably a lot of goals that that you had set forth for Cookville women's basketball. You know, you had reached somewhere along the way. You know, my whole thing was to get it to a certain level. And, you know, some years you're going to be maybe a little below that level. Some years you're going to be up above it. But don't ever let it drop from that medium. You know, just have a good, solid program and, you know, try to make your players the best they can be. You know, try to help them grow up. And that's what I tried to accomplish there. You know, yeah, I love championships and we had some here and there. You know, I never got a state championship, which, but it's extremely hard. To you, get one. you and many, many other people. <laughs> right. I mean, it, to get a gold ball in any state yeah. is something that takes a lot of breaks. Um, you may have great players. Sometimes great players, if the chemistry is not right, it right. doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so the thing that, that I'm hearing from you that you worked on was that chemistry. It took a lot to develop your teams because you put more into it than just um, – getting them out there on a basketball court, practicing and taking them to games. There was financial uh, backing that you needed exactly. to, to, to raise mm-hmm. in, in Cookville, and you did a great job at that and provided the, the funds that, that were, were needed to make those young ladies feel like they were in a first-class program. We wanted it to be special for them. Yeah, Mark and I kid around and tell people that we're professional fundraisers, but – Really, for for some of the years when we really took them to California or took them out to Arizona or just wherever you might go, you had to raise the money. And as the years went by, it got harder and harder. Of course, it got more expensive and more expensive. But that was that's the thing. This Christmas, when I didn't go on a Christmas tournament with the team, I did miss that. I haven't missed a lot of it, but just that camaraderie, you know, just going down there with the families, because that's really where you kind of get ready for your district play and you, the younger kids – you know, grew up during that time, and it's that's about the only thing I miss. You know, you got to understand it's about experience, and and people have asked, not necessarily about uh, your particular situation at Cookville, but but others. You know, why are they going to Florida? Why are they going to California? Well, I can answer that, and I've, I've <laughs> I used to coach basketball a little bit, and we we didn't go to we didn't have the opportunity to do that with uh, uh, when I was there coaching, but. Uh, it's about experiences for those kids. Mm-hmm. And some of those kids that you were able to get there, if it wasn't for basketball, they probably would never go out of this state. Exactly. And even some of the families, you know, I've taken them to see the Grand Canyon three times. And those, I don't know if anybody remembers what place we came in that tournament, but I know they'll never forget the day they went to the Grand Canyon. So it's just, it's. I just wanted to provide those types of things. And I wanted the families to be, to know that we're invested in them too. You know, so it was... It was a lot of fun trips. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of time. A lot of time mm-hmm. goes into it. What advice do you have for an up-and-coming coach getting into the game now? You know, I'd say take it seriously. But, you know, I think I think my biggest thing is when I see young coaches or, or new coaches when they come in, they put a little stress on themselves. But, you know, I was very stern, you know, I always wanted practices to be a certain way, and they weren't always that way, but I wanted to be a certain way, and I was, you know, going to push for that. But I think the biggest thing is if you're going to be stern with a kid, then 
there's got to be a reason, you know, and then there might need to be an explanation for that reason, or that's a coaching moment. But I think if you, re- you know, I really could tear a kid down, but before they go back in the game, they were going to feel like they're going in there and they're going to be able to do what they're going to do. It. There's got to be the, the stern, then there's got to be the positive. And I think sometimes we forget to be positive, you know, and tell them what we think they can do as opposed to what they were doing before then. I think so, that's the hardest thing for a coach. You know, you the discipline is such a big part of it when you expect them to, to – you're trying to give them the tools to do what they need to do on the floor and off the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot more of it's about off the floor oh, that, yeah. that people don't realize. And that's probably led into some situations that you're probably really proud of and players that you've dealt with that have gone on to do great things now. Oh, yeah. They're, they're all over the place. Um, that's, I'm really proud of, of every one of them. And it's it's so much fun. We've been trying to really do some alumni stuff the last couple of years and, and bringing some of them back. You know, a lot of them live here and got kids, and I love running into them and seeing them. It's all, they still say, that's the best time of my life. They'll tell you that every time. We're talking to Mindy Odom, longtime coach at Cookville High School. So in closing out, um, when I see you guys get together – that played at Tennessee Tech and all of those years that were so very successful for Tennessee Tech. I just witnessed one this past year at the football alumni or uh, homecoming. Mm-hmm. I think it was many of those. And, and when you guys get together, it's like, and same thing with my group in football at Tennessee mm-hmm. Tech, it's like you have never been apart. We had so much fun this past um, homecoming. They were all very nice. They decided they all they needed was a reason to come back to town. So they said they were going to throw them a retirement party. But they came back, and we spent three days together. I mean, all we did was go sleep wherever we slept, and we came back together, and we spent three days together, and everybody had a great time. I mean, I don't know what it is about that particular group, but every time we reach out to them, you know, you know who is the best alumni I've ever seen is uh, Michelle Bishop. I know you know her. Yes. Um, she lives in Kentucky. Every year she brings, she'll bring her kids down. She'll take them around the campus. She'll take them out on the football field. And she's, she wants them to come to Tennessee Tech so bad. And I, I tell them, I said, I live in town and I don't do that. I didn't yeah. do that with my kids, you know, but her and Sean Mundy and, you know, just that whole group, they really recently, we've just really kind of been keeping in touch and bringing people back. So it, oh, it was yeah. fun. What what a cool group! And <laughs> and for my years, I was a little little bit behind you. A little. The, the one who made who amazed me all the time was Angela Moorhead. Yeah. Brown. Yes. I guess now. Yes. And man, she's one of the best athletes I've ever been. We, we would go over as off season of football. World would ask us to come over and practice against right. you guys. Right. And he felt that it was better because maybe we were a little quicker. Right. You exactly. Know, and and. and then he wouldn't have to use his own players to practice inter-squad mm-hmm. um, during the season. I learned so much about some of those players, and, and I know why y'all were so good. Cause and and Angela good. was the type of player that made it successful. You know, she was a really good basketball player, kind of stuck in that five foot eleven, six foot range. Is she a guard? Is she a forward? Is she a center? But we were successful at Tennessee Tech with those types of players in the OVC. And, yeah, if you had a handful of her – You'd have won a lot more championships. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I, I boxed out on her one time, and she hit, kind of hit her in the hip, and she looked at me and said, you do that again, I'll cut you. <laughs> and she and I thought wouldn't. she meant it. Yeah, I know, you thought she meant it. I know. That's Angela, that's she, for sure. What a competitor, man. And you guys had so many of them, and we we're so very lucky, you know, to have that foundation as you came into Tennessee Tech, and it just 
man, it developed you into one of the better coaches around this the mid-state and state area um, as you got into Cookville High School and, and experienced your career and went on. And it's been a pleasure for me to have you on today and, and to be around you and get to talk to you a little bit about our past. Thank you. I've enjoyed being here. Thanks, Mindy. <laughs>